Hi guys, thanks for listening to this very first mini-review courtesy of yours truly. We just felt it made sense to do this every so often when we don't get a chance to review something in full on the main show. So here's my thoughts on Beauty and the Beast. Famine turns to feast, nature points the way, nothing left to say. Beauty and the Beast. Indeed, a tale as old as time, or if you want to be more accurate, 277 years old as it was first published as a French fairy tale in 1740. There's today's fact for you. But of course, we all know it as the 1991 Disney animation, so it's just the latest of a number of Disney classics to be given the live-action treatment. Before this, we had Cinderella and the Jungle Book, and still to come, we have the likes of Mulan, The Lion King, Dumbo, Aladdin, The Little Mermaid, and many more. But the question is, how did this one fare, starring Emma Watson, Dan Stevens, Luke Evans, and Josh Gad? As well as being a big-budget, glossy remake, it's also a lovely big smack of nostalgia. However, at the same time, it does feel very fresh. It looks absolutely stunning, yet manages to cling on to a feeling of grace throughout. It's full of joy, and the music by Alan Menken, who also composed the music for the original, as well as other much-loved Disney classics like Hercules, Aladdin and The Little Mermaid, is just brilliant, as is the singing. I mean, yes, I did notice the auto-tune machine quite a few times, but it wasn't a problem for me at all. It sounded great. I also must point out that it was by no means a foregone conclusion that this film was going to work. There are many examples in recent years of modern Hollywood remakes like this going horribly wrong. To name just a few, we've had Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan and The Wizard of Oz, which were all pretty dire. Personally, I also didn't like The Jungle Book from last year. This, however, managed to do what none of those could, and that is to keep the magic of the original. Do I think it's better than the original? No. Don't be silly. Of course not. But that's not the point. The point is, this film really did work in so many areas where other films before it have fallen flat on their face. The CGI must also get a mention because I thought it looked extremely sharp, most notably Cogsworth the Clock, voiced by Sir Ian McKellen, and Lumiere the Candelabra, voiced unusually by Scotsman Ewan McGregor, who I have to say did a wonderful job. All of those talking elements, of which there were many, looked scarily real, or as real as a talking clock can look. There were a few shaky moments in terms of the digital images, such as some of the wolves during a chase scene in a forest, but generally the imagery was very impressive. It's not a perfect film. There are sequences in the midsection, many of them featuring Gaston, played by Luke Evans, which I thought dragged, and I do think the two hours, ten minute running time could have been cut slightly. Now, I have to talk about Hermione Granger... Uh, I'm sorry, Emma Watson. I thought she captured Belle's compassion and intelligence very well indeed. Dan Stevens is a superb beast, especially in the softer moments that he shares with Belle. There are some laughs to be had in those moments. I just think it's a very charming version of this popular tale. One thing I will say, which isn't really a criticism, is that whenever Josh Gad spoke, he plays LeFou. I couldn't not picture Olaf from Frozen in my head because it is the exact same voice. He doesn't put on an accent at all, and as a result, 
Olaf did enter my mind whenever he opened his mouth. I'd say it works very well as a family film, so well worth a watch this weekend. It's predictably doing very well at the box office, both here and across the pond. Don't be the one to miss out. You're bound to enjoy it. It's a Disney fairy tale after all, so you have to like it, right? I'm giving Beauty and the Beast 7 out of 10.